Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is the website, your dream address. Without the stress, don't sell without the intel that the Ashton team can provide to you at GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, GetBeast.com, promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off on your online order on all of their fantastic grooming products. Beast Soap, Yop Hand Wash, Hand Sanitizer that I have in every room in my house available to you for 50% off at GetBeast.com. Brimac Mechanical, custom HVAC for your commercial business. If you are a business owner, they can get you hooked up. If you need HVA services for your residents, you go to Tennessee Heating and Cooling. But Brimac has you covered on the commercial side. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. All right, let's talk about Vic Beasley. Because there's a lot that we know and a lot that we don't know and a hell of a lot more than I thought I was going to have to know about Vic Beasley two days into training camp the virtual version that we now find ourselves in. So here is the story on Vic Beasley as we sit here tonight. They are without Vic Beasley at St. Thomas Sports Park. Through two days of official work, Vic Beasley is nowhere to be found. The rest of the Titans veterans checked in on Tuesday. Beasley had yet to appear at the facility. Chris Alonzo says he's chilling with Kevin Dodd uh, with... And the Kevin Dodd jokes are going to roll in in droves because both of these guys are outside linebackers from Clemson, now associated with some kind of Titans failure. Vic Beasley's tenure not even really beginning with the Titans before it seems to be well under underwhelming, to say the least. So, vets get here Tuesday, Vic Beasley not among them. So, a team source tells Teron Davenport of ESPN.com that Beasley has not yet been in contact with the Titans to let him know, let them know where he is or why he has not yet reported. Nowhere to be found. MIA. So Teron gets this from a source. I personally have talked to people in that facility that say he has been like this throughout the duration of the offseason. They have not been able to find this guy. Just a general pain in the ass. Those are my words, not the words of the people who I've been speaking with. But they do confirm that information that not only has it been report day that he's been MIA for, he's missing a lot. He's missing them on the regular basis when it comes to trying to make contact. This dude cannot be found at this point. We don't know whether he's, I mean, and, and you don't want to assume the worst, right? Because we're having some fun with this. Where the hell is Vic Beasley? You want to you want everybody to make sure that you know he's that he's mentally okay that he's physically okay whatever the case may be but at this point there's nothing out there there's nothing to be found Titans for Life says outside linebacker I thought Dodd was just outside laughing at his own joke there in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope here's the question that I have for you Josh uh, J Domsky five says was he on the Zoom calls we haven't spoken to oh you're you're talking about the uh, are you talking about the media Zoom calls, or are you talking about with the in-the-team Zoom meetings, Jay Domsky? I'm sure you're talking about the team Zoom meetings, but I will tell you that he was not once made available to us after in, in the way that all of the Titans' other free agents who they signed over the course of this offseason were made available to us via Zoom at some point in some form or fashion. Vic Beasley has not been heard from once since agreeing to terms with the Tennessee Titans. Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope, what was your first reaction to hearing the news that Titans outside linebacker Vic Beasley was not reporting to camp Tuesday or Wednesday? $50,000 a day the fine is costing Vic Beasley for not showing up. I want to know what your initial reaction was when you first Heard this news. Let's get to you some of your comments now. Uh, he's done. <laughs> Somebody just flat out ruling Vic Beasley over and done with. I know we need pass rush help, but at this expense, he's already a problem in the season. Hasn't even started, says Jacoby. Texas Sports 1015 says, I told you so. 
Did you did you say something about what did you predict that Vic Beasley would not show up to camp? Clowny time says Jay Domsky should have kept Casey instead. K Dustin 0427 uh, voices. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way, right? The more the further we get from this thing and the more that you see how the Titans have not really fixed their biggest issue the Jarrell Casey thing becomes the one the one point that you want to hammer on. And I understand why. At first I was like, wow, I'm flabbergasted. Chris Alonzo said, can I hold on to one of his daily fines? Indeed, $50,000 a day is a pretty penny for anybody. Not going to be a Titan much longer, says Michael O'Gwin. Uh, that $9 million is no longer a bargain. How about How does this nonsense affect our cap? Which is the most important question from Titans for Life. At this point, I'm going to tell you that, and I am going to tell you how I feel about this situation, what my initial reaction was uh, for Vic Beasley not reporting to camp in a way where everybody else is. I told you, red flags, you called me out and said, don't be stuck in my position. Yes, but you can't take, (laughs) of course I did. You cannot take a victory lap. Because something that you could not possibly have predicted. And listen, many people in media are guilty of this all all the time. I try my very best, and maybe uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the contract situation for Vic Beasley. And I'm gonna tell you how I feel about this, what my initial reaction was, and then the reporting that I did on the backside of this throughout the course of today. But to uh, Texas Sports 1015's point. I listen, you guys, you guys can we're, we're always going to have fun in here. You can tell me that I'm right, you can tell me that I'm wrong. You can you can do whatever you want. You're free to make whatever kind of comments you want. But I I mean, are you really going to take a victory lap about calling red flags on this dude and having no possible way of knowing that this would be the scenario that we find ourselves in on July the 29th? Maybe you knew something that I didn't about Vic Beasley being red flagged and this would somehow coincide with him not reporting to his job that he has paid $9.5 million to do. Maybe you know something more about the track record of Vic Beasley than I do, Texas Sports 1015. But I'm willing to venture a guess that you do not. I'm willing to venture a guess that it was simply a prediction. And if you would like to celebrate your prediction, you are welcome to do so. But I told you so is such a hollow statement when you have no idea how this was going to pan out and you were just simply at the time saying what was being echoed by everybody coming out of Atlanta was this guy is not the player that you want in your locker room. This guy is somebody who just doesn't seem to care about the sport. Red flags are one thing. A lack of care is an entirely different matter. Makes sense why the Falcons told him before Christmas that he would not be back. This is just disappointing, says Monsoon. We're going to answer the salary cap questions on the other side right after I remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The big homie is GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team can provide to you. If Vic Beasley were to have success on a prove-it deal and re-up with the Titans long-term, which at this point... Looks highly unlikely on a $9.5 million prove-it deal that he's not showing up to work for. If he was going to be around longer, Gary Ashton be the official realtor of the Titans for him because he's the official realtor of your favorite sports teams, Titans, Preds, Nashville, SC, and of your favorite sports show, your boy, here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. The Ashton team set me up with my dream address without the stress uh, over a year ago today where I do the primetime show out of my home studio that the boys from A to Z Sports outfitted for me. That was a part of the stipulations that I needed in searching for a home, a space for a home office, and the Ashton team took the utmost care with me to make sure that that box was checked for me. They will do the same for you. You can find out more at GaryAshton.com. So let's talk about the salary cap implications for Vic Beasley not showing up because there is a deadline for this player for at what at which point he will no longer be able to collect on the nine and a half million dollars that he in theory is owned by the Tennessee Titans. TD in the comment section, Teron Davenport, who we referenced his reporting earlier on Vic Beasley and this current situation. Good to see you 
OG, welcome to the show as always. On Facebook, though, uh, switching it up a little bit, Teron. Normally, he is a, uh, a Periscope hoverer where we find most of our twi- Titans Twitter friends. Uh, so if he is not in the building by their first team meeting, which I believe at this point, and Teron may be able to correct me if I'm off on the date, but I believe the date for that first team meeting, that first full squad meeting that Vrabel told us yesterday was August the 17th. I believe that is indeed the case for the Tennessee Titans. If he is not available by that time, he will not be able to collect on his paycheck. There are stipulations in those contracts that void him from affecting your salary cap, your 2020 salary cap in particular, which in theory frees up, you know, north of $30 million for you to be able to out, go out and get some more, uh, get some more of that, uh, get some more uh, available pass rushers. I thought he was already out 100K, says Jay Domsky. That's a, yeah, that's not, they're not taking that out of his salary though, Jay Domsky. Like there's a $50,000 fine for every day that he does not show up after the report day, which, was Tuesday for them. That's not being taken out of his salary. That's being fined to him by the league. Now, a lot of times the league will take those fines directly out of their paycheck. Uh, but at this point, because he's in a situation where his contract might be void, those fines will either be retroactive, should he show up to the facility, or fined against him uh, if he if he chooses to uh, to not to not play for the Tennessee Titans, which at this point may be a very real thing. If it's voided, do they retain his rights? Says Just a Fan Thirty One. I believe that is the case, but I don't. You know, I don't want to give you. I don't want to give you guys misinformation, um, and I don't know exactly what the stipulations on the retention of rights are because, like, uh, like Rob Gronkowski, right? Rob Gronkowski, the Patriots still had his rights after he signed his contract, or when he retired in the midst of his current contract with the team. So my initial inclination, just to fan 31, is to tell you yes, that they would retain his rights for the 2020 season because that's the year that he's under contract for. Like, he can't up and go sign with another team if he is contracted by the Tennessee Tennessee Titans in 2020. So, but I, I, I don't know that for certain. And I don't want to tell you the wrong thing, but that's... That's that's the precedent I'm working off of Gronk with the Pats uh, in a way that he needed to uh, he needed to uh, that he needed to have some kind of stipulation worked out for the Patriots for the Buccaneers to acquire Rob Gronkowski from the Patriots. The best thing that can happen is that they void the contract and sign Clowney. What I wanted myself says Dylan Merrill, uh, talking about can we get rid of him. Uh, get rid of him and more money for Clowney to free up. I mean, you can you can opt not to pay him if he doesn't con- if he doesn't show up to work. You don't have to pay him. Like that's just kind of the way that this deal goes. the The situation that I'm looking at here with uh, with Dar- uh, with uh, Vic Beasley, it just it just doesn't make sense. That's why we're posing the question to you: Where the hell is this man? Because at this point, I know for a fact that he hasn't been showing up on the regular prior to this. When he was being sought out, and in a time when the virtu- when the off season is virtual and you aren't in the same building with these dudes, it's a lot tougher to find them when they're on their own time. They don't have to behave like real people. They don't have responsibilities like you and I. Your initial reaction to Vic Beasley not showing up uh, for his first day of work here on Facebook Live and on Periscope. He did officially sign his cr- contract. Chris A. Newell. Uh, that is something that happens. If Beasley doesn't show, this will be the worst J-Rob signing to date. Uh, I I mean, I don't know. Sylvester Williams showed up to work, but he was a pretty bad. Like that, that for the money, Sylvester Williams was really, really bad. Uh, the Falcons, by the way, the Falcons are also affected by this. As somebody, forgive me, the comment faded, but the Falcons are out of compensatory fifth-round pick if he doesn't show up to work with the Titans. Like, this doesn't just affect one team, this affects two. Vic Beasley not being available to show up the work, uh, show up to work affects the Titans roster and also the future draft assets of the Atlanta Falcons, the team whom he left in free agency. Just a complete and utter bleep show with Vic Beasley at this point. 
Any uh, anyone done a wellness check on this dude? Says Chris Butler, and that's the other thing. Like I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make a bunch of jokes and something horrific come out about Vic Beasley after the fact. I want to say that on the front end. We're saying that because at this point there is zero information out there. Like Ian Rappaport, all he had, Ian, he, the big dogs, like the big NFL newsbreakers who are on group text with all of the agents, and that's why they get their stuff at the same exact time. They don't even have anything on the whereabouts of Vic Beasley. The team can't find him. That's all we know. He won't ever play again if he doesn't show up. Two teams will be mad. Huge red flag, says Robert Deerfish. Kevo, I'm sure the team knows what is going on. Kevo, we've just told you. The team does not know what's going on. He was liking tweets a couple days ago, says Jay Domsky. Well, that's, that's the first sign that anybody has seen from him at this point. Uh, so Kev, to Kevo's point, no, they don't know what's going on. The reporting is by three different people. I'm telling you, Ian Rappaport, our buddy Teron Davenport, and myself are telling you that the team does not know what the hell is going on with Vic Beasley at this point in time. TD, a.k.a. Blue Cheese, says uh, Corey D. Jackson, talking to our buddy Teron. I don't get that one, uh, but uh, but perhaps there's an inside joke that I'm missing. Clowny, and use that nine to bring back Logan, says James Neeson. No, Logan, no, or, or uh, James, nobody is bringing back Logan Ryan. Enough with the Logan Ryan. Like, enough with the Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan was a great player for you for three years. Logan Ryan lets you know on the way out the door that there wasn't much chance of him coming back. The Titans made no efforts to re-sign Logan Ryan in the offseason. You are not now going to pay uh, the, the $9 million that you freed up to Logan Ryan just because you like him and he was a good player for you. They did the deal correctly. They moved on at the correct time. Let go of Logan Ryan. He's been on Twitter as of yesterday, says Jay Domsky. Yeah, people are going to find this guy. He, they're going to find this guy, and if, he, and if he's not as if he's not smart, and I don't think he's tweeting, uh, I don't think he's tweeting, like I think he's liking tweets and like interacting with stuff, but at this point, he is nowhere to be found, and the team does not know what's going on. Xavier says, but why wouldn't he show? I don't have the answer to that. I have no earthly idea. True, he could be lying unconscious in his condo, and no one knows his Titans for life. He wants to opt out for 2020, but he's afraid to say so. Says Brady R. Talbot, why would he be afraid? What's more? What? I wish we had smarter fans in the base. <laughs> me, love, me love, man, you're going to come in here and just start ripping my audience. <laughs> See, V love, I, I love a great many of you on Titan social media, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, whatever. I'm, I, I spend a lot more time on Twitter. I spend, obviously, my hour a night here interacting with you on Facebook on a regular basis. But V love is a notorious sniper of dumb people on Titans Twitter. So these these comments can uh, can seem a bit like a fish in a barrel for some people. Uh, the more the more what 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 were they what were they called the elite Titans fans? Wasn't that a thing for a hot second? Why would you not bring bring back Ryan though? Our depth at quarterback is thin, and he would be able to allow Fulton to grow. No, stop this. Stop with the Logan Ryan stuff. Like I'm going I'm going to let V Love get at you guys if you don't cut it out. This is not, they're not thin at cornerback. Your top three corners are Christian Fulton, Adoree Jackson, and Malcolm Butler. Your depth behind them, the veteran piece, on a much, much cheaper deal, is Jonathan Joseph. You have Ty Smith. If anything, they're stacked. I mean, not stacked is a relative term, but the depth at corner has always been good. We have really good depth at corner, says Jay Domsky. Allow this to go. Let this go appreciate Logan Ryan for what he was, but we loved him, says Tribe Called Quest. I understand. Logan, I'm, listen, I'm going to miss Logan. Lo, I'm going to miss Logan, to, somebody to talk to in the locker room. The, the, and the locker room situation is obviously not applicable this year, but I'm going to miss Logan Ryan for as honest as he was. Logan Ryan made my job a lot easier to do. So uh, this is not personal with Logan. This is just, it doesn't make sense. They did the deal correctly, with Logan Ryan, three years and out. They got the best possible situation out of him. And before it starts to decline and you're paying him a bunch of money, they allowed him uh, to test the market. And to this point, the market is telling you what the Titans did was correct. Uh, yeah, but some free agents, when they leave a team, warrant a comp pick, says Nate Torres. Yes, talking about the fifth rounder that the uh, that the Falcons will lose. Dead cap hit is $9.5 if they release him. 
So that won't happen, says Tehran. Yes, he'll have to not, it'll have to be on their end. Like, they can't just straight up cut him. It'll cost them that money. That is, a, that is a, an accurate assessment by TD. Dion says, I just hope the guy is all right. He could be lying down in a ditch somewhere. Well, Dion, uh, Jay Domsky's saying, and I haven't confirmed this, but Jay Domsky says he's interacting with things on Twitter. So uh, with that, at this point, we just don't know. Logan goes unsigned and comes back due to injury. Ha ha, says just a fan. All of you out of here with your Logan Ryan comments. Enough. Uh, here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Chances Beasley actually plays for the Titans. Um, I mean, I think they're better than not. Like, I really do. I think I think they're better than not that Vic Beasley actually plays snaps for the Tennessee Titans. At this point, I just don't know when the hell he's going to show up for work. And at this point, that's really all that you can say about the situation. That's why we're sitting here trying to answer the question, where in the hell is Vic Beasley. <laughs> I know this isn't the military or anything, but are the Titans obligated to come check on him or something? I'm sure, listen, they've tried to check in on him. If he's not responding to the to the, to the the reaching out by the Titans, what the hell do you do? Uh, Jamie asks both Teron and I, are you guys going to be able to post player and practice drill videos this year in training camp? Yes, uh, Jamie, we will. But it will be much different. Like, you're not seeing one-on-ones until mid-August. And I think the restrictions, there will be there will be some kind of uh, video available that we will be allowed to shoot. But it's going to be a much different situation. Me, like, I may not be there every day at this point because of the way that, uh, j- because of the way that the credentials are structured. I may have, I may have to... Uh, I may have to go through and I may have to go through and give up my credential for a day to allow our Titans rider Luke Worsham to go to practice one day. Is Beasley available, Buck, says Gregorman. Listen, I'm just I'm just sitting here trying to figure out where the hell this man is. Because you know what I think about more than anything when I'm thinking about Vic Beasley not showing up to work? I'm thinking about Mike Vrabel. And I'm thinking about the clip that I played for you guys yesterday of this man basically heading his hands. In fact, I'm going to pull up this clip because we can do things on the fly. I am thinking about how livid Mike Vrabel is at this point in time with no sign of Vic Beasley out there, the $9.5 million pass rusher that they paid for. So when I think of Mike Vrabel, this is from yesterday's show. The graphic is going to be different, but the feeling is still the same. A whole mood by Mike Vrabel. When Mike Vrabel thinks of Vic Beasley, this is the reaction that he has especially when it's Vic Beasley. Any Anybody at the pass rusher position at this point, Mike Vrabel is over it. Mike, I just wanted to touch base one more time on the uh, on the ever-popular clowny front. Uh, I, I think earlier this offseason uh, you said that you hadn't talked to him during this, this whole period. wonder if that's changed at all, and, and if it hadn't, would you consider that given your you know your past relationship with him and the success he had under you? John, right now, J.D. is not under contract with the Tennessee Titans. That, that's all I can tell you guys. Um, you know, he, he's a free agent, uh, one that we've had contact with. Um, but but he's, he's not under contract with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, it's just so perfect. It really, it really just tickles me to death every time I see Mike Vrabel drop his head in his hands like that. Where the hell is Vic Beasley? I'm just trying to find out here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Let's talk about some good stuff, though, for the Titans, because I gave, I gave you the bads. I gave you your medicine on the front end. I told you your outside linebacker isn't showing up for work, even though you're paying him $9.5 million. Uh, J-Rob's kryptonite is outside linebackers, defensive ends from Clemson, says V-Love. Apparently an AFC exec. Questioned if he liked football. Yes, that was an article written in the in the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Uh, Gregorman asking me if I watched Last Chance You. I do not, but I have seen many people tweeting about it. So perhaps that's a train I need to get on. Let's talk about some good stuff though going on in the world of the Titans. Let us talk about Derrick Henry, who is in the top ten players of 2020 according to his peers around the National Football League. I want to know from you guys. Derrick Henry's ranking of the 10th best player in professional football. 
Derrick Henry in the NFL Top 100. Higher, lower, or indifferent? How do you feel about this situation? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope where Derrick Henry's rightful ranking should be. Where should the Kings sit atop the NFL's Top 100? Let me know in the comments section on Facebook Live and on Periscope while you do that. And while we get the video queued up for you, I will tell you about the people who want you simply to groom bowling. They want you to smell better at Tame the Beast. They just want you to smell better. So many people in football, in the football world, need to smell better. That is the thing that our friends at GetBeast.com can provide you with the promo code AZ50. Saves you 50% off on your online order at GetBeast.com. Greg German says it's Greg German, two separate names. Greg, I'm working fast here, buddy. You're going to have to forgive me if I don't pick up on your... Like, I, I love you. I love you all. I love each and every one of you that spend your evenings here with me. But you're going to have to forgive me if I can't remember that it's Greg German as opposed to Gregorman1212 that I see on my screen. Love my beast subscription, says Just a Fan 31 I'm telling you, the people at Tame the Beast will get you grooming boldly, will get you feeling better, smelling better, looking better. Just get your routine. Get your, get your uh, you know, it's weird for guys to have a, a hygiene routine, but I do, and I'm better for it. Get it going at GetBeast.com. Promo code AZ50 saves you 50% off your online order. Give me the uh, the feeling that you have about Derrick Henry in the NFL's top 100. He came in at 10, higher, lower, or indifferent. How do you feel about the Kings ranking? Let us go to the video here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. What, what I like is that, and Mark Ingram went through a similar thing, very high draft pick, didn't really have the best showing his first couple years. And because that guy is not a guaranteed Hall of Famer in his two years, not everybody's ready to call him a bust. I remember talking to him his first few years. You know, sometimes he was frustrated in the role and the situation. I'm like, listen, bro, I've been through it. You're going to be good. And when your opportunity comes, take off with it. And he done did that 10,000 times there. Put the crown on. There you go, boy. This year it was kind of like, yo, this guy's King Henry for real. He doing King things. Balls five yards. He's too good. He's too big. He's too big. I remember when I was in high school and we were at a football camp, my dad pointed to him and was like, you know, you know who that is? You know, I'm like, yeah, he's in the NFL, right? And he was like, nah, he's your year. He's a senior in high school. I'm like, oh, wow. Derrick Henry, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say his name? DN. <laughs> Defensive end. An alien DN. Defensive end. That's a track star playing running back. <laughs> I saw him in person. I'm like, this dude's bigger than me. <laughs> and he's carrying the ball. It's not like taking down a normal running back. It's a whole different game when you're playing him. He's like a full blown defensive end out there. Derrick Henry to the house. Well, that's all his eyes get big. And he is the baddest man at NRG Stadium today. Yeah, you can extend that baddest man to a lot of other stadiums, too. That is Derrick Henry rumbling and tumbling, stumbling his way to 10th overall in the NFL's top 100 players of 2020. King Henry checking in at number 10. I believe number one was just announced on television, Lamar Jackson is the best player in football according to his peers. This list voted on every year by the players and infuriates everybody who watches football because clearly the players don't. Regardless, higher, lower, or indifferent, how do you feel about Derrick Henry's ranking as the 10th best player in football? Just a fan says, that's my running back with the crying emoji. I'm sure many of you feel that way. It was cool to, you know, you forget after a while. Like, it's been a minute since I've covered an actual football game. It's nice to be able to relive some of those moments that I was there to cover, that you guys were there, whether you're in the stadium at Nissan Stadium, whether you're on the road for some of those games, whether you're watching at home with friends and family. Like, it's cool. I was a longtime hater, says Greg German. My feelings have been reversed. About right, Mahomes is won by a long shot, says Robert Deerfish. I have never seen defensive players get straight-armed uh, straight and tossed around like this 
ever. I think it's a very real thing. He's got the best stiff arm in the league by a m- wide margin. Turns out, pretty hard, to, pretty hard guy to tackle that Derrick Henry. Pretty good guy to have. Right, wrong, or indifferent, I will give you my feelings on the matter here on A to Z Sports Primetime, Prime powered by Tennessee Tickets, momentarily, right after I tell you that if you own a commercial business and you need HVAC service for your commercial business, my friends at Brimac Mechanical can get your satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brimac.com is the website, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. Chris Hamby, the Hamby family, veteran, uh, veteran, uh, Chris Hamby is a veteran who owns, I always, I always struggle with the, the, with the way to put this. Chris Hamby has military service in his background. Now he is operating a local business here in Middle Tennessee and serving Middle Tennesseans. Brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. How do I feel about Derrick Henry in the top 100? I will tell you that I feel indifferent about it because as I've mentioned, you know, I hate lists. You know, lists are lazy. Lists are meant to bother people. Lists suck energy and life out of me in a way that most days I really just, I just, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to do Mount Rushmore's. I don't want to do top 10 quarterbacks. I don't want to do, you know, top 10 running backs. Like list season pisses me the hell off. It's lazy content and it bothers me. But I will tell you why I'm indifferent in a good way. I'm indifferent because I am happy, you know, I'm happy for the person that Derrick Henry is. Me too, Bucks is tied for life. And like it's it's okay. Like it's okay to get excited about your favorite player in the top ten consensus by his peers. Like people recognizing Derrick Henry as a force is huge. It's really, it's good for the brand. It's good for the Titans to be on television on a regular basis in, in the offseason when people aren't necessarily thinking about them because a lot of people don't watch Titans games. They're not getting the Titans until they're in the playoffs and then everybody else is realizing, oh shit, this Derrick Henry guy, really, really good. I look at this though and I'm happy for the organization who I know has worked very hard to get there. I know I'm happy for Derrick Henry as a person because I know that it has to feel good to be recognized by your peers in that way. Even when the list slights people and people get upset about their ranking, Derrick Henry at 10, I don't really care You know whether he should be higher or lower or whatever the hell the case may be. As far as I'm concerned, if you're going to do the top 10 players, they should all be quarterbacks based on the importance of the position. But anyway, that is not the point. The players said Derrick Henry's the 10th best player in football, and that's fine. I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for the people who I know helped get him there within that organization. I know he's feeling it. I know he's happy. I know he's, I know he's in a good place right now in terms, of his, in terms of his mindset. It's good to be Derrick Henry at this particular point, even in 2020 where everything just seems like, you know, crap. Wentz not being in the top 100 is so egregious, his peers hate him, <laughs> says OG Will Aiken. No DBs, just say no when Henry gets moving. Hopefully, Henry at 10 means or reflects more jersey sales and media attention, says Tribe Call Quez. That's big for him in Tennessee. Absolutely. This is the correct response. Buck Morning Show would never allow this thought. Would never allow what thought? The thought of, uh, the thought of despising lists? I hate the list. And I know, listen, they are, they are, the morning show is a different show than I do. The morning show, we're different, we're different people, Zach Austin and I. We have different interests. We don't necessarily have different audiences. Many of you who watch with Austin and Zach also watch with me. Many of you who started hanging out with me started hanging out with Austin and Zach in the morning. Like we, we share an audience, but you know you're getting different things when you go to them at 8 a.m. in the morning, and then when you come hang out with me at 8 p.m. Like, they're totally different situations. Zach would say you're riding the fence. Right, nobody, nobody, indifference not sexy, right? But it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be sexy. Like, not everything, like, I'm, you know, it's a, it's a Wednesday night in the middle of July, your boy's talking about running backs, and that doesn't necessarily feel sexy to me. Zach, if Zach wants to sex up the, the top 100 list, uh, you're going to have to find another way to do it. It just, you know, I, I don't, that everybody has their kinks, right? That doesn't do it for your boy. Bayard not in the top 100, 
but Lamar is over Mahomes, Wilson, and Donald, so it's just a joke. No, it shows that football players don't watch football. <laughs> Wentz isn't in top 100 because Henry has more postseason touchdowns. Yep, very different as Titans for life. I like this show, but can't watch it as often. Well, lucky for you, Greg German, now that I've got your name committed to memory, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the A to Z Sports Podcast feed. You can get the podcast of myself on primetime. You can get the podcast of Austin and Zach in the morning. And in in the meantime, you can go to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network where you got 615 sessions. You got Tighten Up Podcast, Big Orange Podcast, Preds Nashcast. My God, we have so many people talking in front of microphones right now for you on a regular basis. You got plenty of places to get your fix. So any time that you can spend here with us, is greatly appreciated on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Higher, lower, or indifferent, what is your feeling on the matter? Uh, Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, the king, number 22, says Tones. He should have been lower, Marquis says. Yeah, that MVP followed by Super Bowl MVP quarterback isn't the best player in the league, says Sean Gill. Jesus so I got here late. What's up with Beasley, says Jay. Well, it turns out you, you didn't miss much because nobody knows. Uh, what, we, what we know about Vic Beasley, to recap for those of you who have joined later in the program, uh, he hasn't reported to camp. Two days. He's racked up about 100 k worth of fines. He has been unresponsive to the team throughout the course of the offseason, not just now in a problem that is much, much larger. Uh, and so at this point, nobody, had, no, nobody knows what the hell is going on with Vic Beasley. Super, uh, super, di- super difficult. <laughs> su- super tough scene. Broke the helmet on the stick with that stiff arm. That's right, Teron. Teron throwing back the practice when we could still go. It hurts me. It hurts me badly. So you just wing it in the grocery store, Buck? Says, uh, says Shane Wharf. I don't, what am I winging? Uh, oh, you're talking, oh, list. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know what? Shane Worf gets a like for that because I did not get the joke by Shane, and that was a really good one. I, I'm pissed about all of this. Jay Weddle says, is he pissed about the corn and clowning? Nobody knows. He won't answer his texts. He's just liking shit on Twitter and, uh, and is nowhere to be found. Uh, yep, I have a video on it on my practice feed, says, uh, or on my Twitter feed from practice, says Teron. Yes, indeed. Just like working in America, no call, no show, no job. Says Kerry, contract should be null and void. Did anybody else find Henry's total one top 100 clip funny as hell? Yeah, it's funny because he's not. You know, they're not going to talk to Derrick Henry about it. Derrick Henry. Not going to do that kind of stuff. Derrick Henry. Derrick. <laughs> Derrick. The best media availability that Derrick's had is either when he is playing poorly and he wants to be completely and totally transparent with us, which is great, Derrick. Um, or when. <laughs> Most recently, after he signed his contract, where he just didn't hate his life for being there. Like Derek is not an in front of the camera guy. He's, I mean, he's he's a he's a big time player in big time games. All of those cliches, but like the media thing, Derek doesn't really care. Like he's gonna do his part. If he wants to go on first take, he'll do it. But for the most part, like Derek's not doing the top 100 interview situation. I watch you because it's hard for me to watch Austin and Zach at three in the morning in Hawaii. Says Jake Accorda. Well, Jake. We welcome you, and we welcome everybody in all time zones uh, here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Derrick Henry in the top 100, higher, lower, or indifferent. I'm going to give you guys the video one more time before we move on to what we have for tonight's TuckerTN.com quarantine question. Derrick Henry running through the NFL's top 100 list, coming in at number 10. What, what I like is that, and Mark Ingram went through a similar thing, very high draft pick, didn't really have the best showing his first couple years, and because that guy is not a guaranteed Hall of Famer in his two years, not everybody's ready to call him a bust. I remember talking to him his first few years, you know, sometimes he was frustrated in the role and the situation. I'm like, listen, bro, I've been through it. You're going to be good. And when your opportunity comes, take off with it. And he done did that 10,000 times there. This year it was kind of like, yo, this guy's King Henry for real. He doing King things. Guy. Falls five yards. He's too good. He's too big. He's too big. I remember when I was in high school and we were at a football camp, my dad pointed to him and was like, you know, you know who that is? You know, I'm like, 
yeah, he in the NFL, right? And he was like, nah, he's your year. He's a senior in high school. I'm like, oh, wow. Derrick Henry, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say his name? DN. <laughs> Defensive end. An alien DN. Defensive end. That's a track star playing running back. <laughs> I saw him in person. I'm like, this dude's bigger than me. <laughs> and he's carrying the ball. It's not like taking down a normal running back. It's a whole different game when you're playing him. He's like a full-blown defensive end out there. Derrick Henry to the house. Well, that's all his eyes get big. And he is the baddest man at NRG Stadium today. Yeah, you can extend that baddest man to a lot of other stadiums, too. There he is in all his majesty, all his stiff-arm glory, Derrick Henry running through your secondary and your 2019 season and 2020 playoffs coming in at number 10 on the NFL's top 100 list. Vic is probably playing 2K and eating DoorDash in Adairsville, Georgia, as we speak, uh, says Shane Worf. King Henry is a cyborg, says Corey D. Jackson. Indeed, that he is a bad man, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting fired up. I know, I miss football. I miss covering all of those games that we watched. It makes me, uh, makes me nostalgic in a way that I was not prepared for. I hope Henry retires as a Titan, just a great teammate and focused on the right things, says Robert Deerfish. I don't know about all that, but I know that they love him there. And I know he took Buck's crown, says Johnny Lee. No, nobody takes my crown. Nobody takes your boy's crown. Derrick Henry has his crown. I have mine. In fact, I'm looking in my, uh, you guys can't see the larger part of the home studio where everything sets up for the, uh, for me to, you know, be able to work in here every day. Um, but the crown is sitting off on my bookshelf, just to the right of uh, just to the right of my reach. And if I wanted to, I could get up, to, no, keep the show running live, get up out of my chair, and go see, go get my crown and put it on. But then you all would see that I'm not wearing pants in the middle. Of the show. <laughs> I am wearing pants for the record, but you know, I thought it'd be a funny gag. Anyway, Facebook Live on Periscope here. Where do you think Derrick Henry should be ranked? From 99 to 10, I think that's good enough, says Tyree Beatty. I do agree. Derrick Henry asks you for the crown, and you're giving it to him, Buck. Let's be honest here. Yes, we can. We can. There. You know, what, what's what's the word? Kings stay kings, or the phrase "kings stay kings," baby. It's not just King Henry in this mf'er. OG Will Aiken knows because he comes in here every night. He says it halfway through the show, and he gets me fired the hell up. Buck Rising in the MF and House, and your boy's got the crown for a reason. I'll tell you that right now. If I can be a little gas baggy and uh, and blow hard, Kel uh, Kel Kevo Wright says Buck out here free balling. <laughs> I was I was laughing the other day before we move on, and perhaps I should not make this public knowledge, but it's funny. And you know, I think it's fun to give you guys a look behind the curtain to see how ridiculous it is what we get to do for a living because it really, you know, it's, I, I really, I really do not deserve my job <laughs> for the most part, but my, uh, my girlfriend has just moved to Nashville. She is setting up her apartment and she's been using, she's been working from my house because my Wi-Fi set up and she works 100% remotely as do I. And so she is here while I am doing the Mike Vrabel 45 minute zoom call that we did with the Nashville media. The first time that we've talked to the head coach of the Titans in a couple months. This show has no filter, says Greg German. Hell no, it doesn't. That's what makes it great. Uh, so we're getting, I'm, doing, I'm doing the Titans Zoom call, and I come downstairs, and I'm in, a t- <laughs> I'm in a T-shirt and my underwear from doing the Mike Vrabel press conference. I shouldn't tell you guys this. It's a, it's a great source of shame. Nobody should know this, that I'm doing that I'm doing Zoom calls because we could all work from home right now without without my lower half done up. But I come downstairs and she goes, weren't you just on a Zoom with Mike? And she calls him Mike now because she met him at one Preds game and now they're best friends or whatever the hell. Uh, also, she has a crush on Mike Vrabel, which is just a, a deeper issues that will come up in couples therapy at some point down the road. Anyway, but she's just in shock and awe that I'm sitting here doing an NFL press conference, 45 minutes, training camp's back, and I didn't even bother to put on pants today. Like, that's the kind of place that I'm living in here and now. Ricky DeWeese says, oh, she needs a puppy now. No, Ricky, she does not. From a uh, nail-painted emoji to, uh, to a ring emoji. Get the hell out of here, Greg. <laughs> Do not sandbag your boy. 
We are not here for that. No relationship advice. What did the t-shirt say? Says Puka. I think, I think, you know, I wish it was something funny. Like I wish it was my, my black shirt that somebody mailed to the radio station when I was still doing radio, when it, where it just says analyst on it, which also gets confused. People get confused because they just see the first part of the word analyst and they do not see the S uh, S T at the end of that word. So they think that I'm some kind of pervert, which, uh, which is a cop, you know, that, <laughs> that that's a, ro- that's a road that we will not go down here on A to Z sports prime time powered by Tennessee tickets. We're going to move on. We're going to do the Tucker, uh, TN.com quarantine question here on A to Z sports presented by our friends at the Tucker insurance agency. Before we do that, tame the beast reminds you to groom boldly, be a beast at GetBeast.com, the TuckerTN.com quarantine question is where we go next, presented by our friends at the Tucker Insurance Agency. This question came up the other day, and it's a little off the beaten path, but since we're talking about NFL and NFL media, I thought it was worth bringing up. Who is the, uh, as you look at this on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, TuckerTN.com quarantine question which football news outlet do you trust the most? Nationally, locally, whatever your answer wants to be, whatever you want your answer to be, on whom you trust the most when it comes to local or, or coverage of your football teams. That's the, that's the question that I'd like to pose to you guys here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Because Kyle Brandt of Good Morning Football had a pretty interesting comment that we reacted to on the 615 Sessions podcast. Which football news outlet do you trust the most? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope, courtesy of the TuckerTN.com quarantine question. The Tucker Insurance Agency, who presents this fine feature, Nashville's only independent insurance agency. They can save you an average of up to... 20% 20% off on your insurance needs. They do all of their uh, they do all all kinds of insurance outside of uh, outside of health insurance for the Tucker agency. Tuckertn.com is the website that you go to. Check them out. Will Tucker, uh, one of the best in the business, locally owned here, Nashville's only independent insurance agency. A to Z Sports Prime time, says Lewis Chesney. That's who he trusts. I appreciate you, Lewis. I saw Jay say Tehran and PK. Uh, A to Z is really the only outlet that covers my team. So, says Sean Gill. Local or national, says Kel, uh, Kel Kevo Wright. I mean, I guess I mean, I guess I mean, you know, who do you trust the most? Do you trust national reporters? Because here's, you, you have to look through, uh, you have to look through this, this on different lenses. Kaharski is probably the best newsbreaker that we have locally out of all of our Titans news group. Like I have broken, I've broken one story, I think in my life or in my four years covering the Titans. Now I hope to break more. I'm in the stage of where you start to develop a legitimate network and then you can create more content out of that because of the information that you're hearing. I'm just kind of entering, or at least that's how I think of it personally. I think of that. Uh, I think of that before, uh, just in terms of my 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 role within the Titans media room. PK breaks everything, not everything, but more than ev- more than anyone else here locally. Tehran's role, and I think I'm not sure if Tehran's still hanging out with us here on primetime, but Tehran's role is certainly different than myself or Kaharski. Uh, Tehran is somebody who has played football at the collegiate level. Tehran knows the game, I think, the X's and O's of football, better than anybody that we have not named Coach Dave McGinnis. He'd probably give Mack a run for his money. Uh, but Tehran understands the schematics of football better than anybody that we have in the Titans media core. Jimmy Wyatt is a different entity unto himself, right? Jimmy works for the team. So you have to view it through the prism of, okay, everything that Wyatt gives me is coming through the lens of state-run media. Now, I love Jimmy. Jimmy's got good insight. Jimmy's probably still the hardest worker out of any of us. 
and Jim would probably uh, reclaim the title of newsbreaker over Kaharski should he come back into the ranks of the unaffiliated media. Rappaport and Adam Schefter, they break a bunch of news. They break news nationally. The big stories, and really most of the transactions that want attention, go through Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport. That's how the agent, you know, the biggest platform for the agents and their clients is good to have. It's good for more people, more prospective clients, to see that Joey Bosa signed a... Uh, a uh, what, what was it, $135 million deal yesterday. They want prospective clients to see that. They want Adam Schefter to have it because Adam Schefter has 7 point something million followers. He's crazy. You guys are scrolling down. Bleacher Report usually does it for me, says Dom. Ricky says A to Z. I love TD's X's and O's partially because I coach and see things in his lens. It sure as heck isn't Jason Lockenfora says uh, Chris Alonzo. Here's why we're talking about this on the TuckerTN.com quarantine question. Because Kyle Brandt put this out two days ago. I believe it was, actually, I believe it was Monday. Yeah, so two days ago, Kyle Brandt took to Twitter after there was something, a news report about the Marlins and the positive tests that were threatening to affect the MLB season. Kyle Brandt took to Twitter and started blasting national and NFL media all across the board, media in general, for trafficking in fear because of COVID-19. Here's the tweet from Kyle Brandt. I'm going to give you guys the media, the, the video associated with it here in just a second. Because Jonathan Hutton, Steve Lehman, and myself did a podcast yesterday. Mike Giardi of the NFL Network and Robbie Stanley of NHL.com also part of that podcast, a great podcast there on the 615 Sessions, but we responded, the three of us who were on that segment, to Kyle Brandt's tweet. There's a segment of the NFL media that seems to almost be rooting for COVID to affect the season. They want it. They see the Marlins news and say, quote, yep, lots of luck, football. These are people who make their livings off football I don't get it. Kyle Brandt thinks NFL media members are rooting against the season. How do you feel about that? Whom do you trust with your NFL coverage? Because Jonathan Hutton said to Steve Lehman and myself on the pod yesterday that he agrees with Kyle Brandt. I do agree with Kyle Brandt that, at least on social media, the perception is that the NFL media, college football, let's throw them in there too, um, college football media, the growing sentiment is, oh, I really don't want to get out and cover this sport during the COVID-19 era. It's your job, bro. Like, that that would be my response. Gear up and get ready for the season because the NFL is going to play. So, I, I kind of agree with Hutton, and I kind of disagree in, in a sense, too. Here's the thing. I don't think anyone's rooting for there to be no football or rooting for their job to lose its livelihood. I think that's the wrong way to phrase it. I, but I think what we're seeing is we're seeing guys who either, you know, predicted doom and gloom three months ago and want their prediction to come true, or maybe they hate the administration or their local government enough that they want them to fail. A to Z Sports 615 sessions that A to Z Sports podcast network, Kyle, Kyle Brandt and Clay Travis should elope. Says uh, says Puka and boom goes the dynamite. Hutton says Jay Weddle. He th- I assume that means that you agree with Jonathan Hutton on that statement that NFL media and some of college media are rooting against football. That's the political side of sports. I don't swing politics though. Says Greg German. How do you feel about the comments made? Whom do you trust in the media about? This situation, that's ridiculous. It is a physical contact sport. It's a reasonable conclusion, says uh, says Titans for Life. Junior Campos says the person he trusts most with his NFL news is Dr. Anthony Fauci, and one could hardly, uh, hardly blame you there. Locally, due to false news from National about King Henry, not close to agreement for new contract. Eric, listen, I tell you what, we were we were all wrong on the... Uh, on the Derrick Henry contract. And I, I, I sat here and, and told you guys I was dead wrong. I thought that contract was not getting done. And then in the 11th hour, it got done. Like, not so close. And it doesn't matter how close it was. I should have I should have finished out the reporting. But 
Just uh, we did not we did not do a good job locally. At least me. I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for everybody else. I did not do a, jo- a good job locally on the Derrick Henry deal, and we have talked about that previously in previous editions of this show. Karen O'Keefe says A to Z or Jim Wyatt. Ricky says nationally ESPN or Twitter. None rooted for this, but saw it coming. If not, uh, if not for the wearing of the mask, I like Nate Burleson from the NFL Network. Also, says Lewis Chesney. I don't know that it's trust or if it's just even considered media, but I do enjoy Pat McAfee's show. Most media to me are critics, and critics are paid to be critical, says Tyree. Uh, they are morons, says Junior Campos. Hutton's comment is idiotic. It doesn't matter. I'll be watching from home, says Mookie5206. And a lot of, you know, you vary on your opinions of this, right? Because I'm, I don't think that NFL player or NFL media are actively rooting for there not to be a season. I talked about on that podcast, and you can, you can get it uh, in your podcast feeds now, tomorrow's with Joe Dubin and Chad Withrow on the state of high school football and the t- determination that was made to not allow Metro Nashville to play foot, fall sports, not just football, but fall contact sports until at least Labor Day while the rest of the state begins their seasons in mid-August. That will be available tomorrow in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. I have a hard time trusting <clears throat> a lot of people, though. And I work in media. I have a hard time. It's so hard. Like, I don't even blame you guys for getting upset with us anymore because there is so much out there, and you don't know how best to be discerning. I don't know how best to be discerning about where the information is coming from. Do I need to vet it myself? Can I take this person's word on this on social media, or are they just trying to get out there in a hurry with information that they think they have? Hutton agrees a lot with Clay, says Puka, talking about Clay Travis. You know, I, I think, I, I think, you know, I, and I've talked about this with Kaharski before. I don't know if I've talked to Hutton and Chad about it, but like, I find Clay Travis to be dangerous, quite frankly. Uh, Buckton, your mom worked in government, she worked with the government. Yes, she was a political lobbyist for a telecommunications firm um, uh, in when she was still working, and she went back and forth between the United States and the Middle East while she was helping to develop cell phone networks in Egypt, uh, which is how I came to be. Lucky for us. Um, so yes, yeah, she did work in the government for some work with the government for some time. So I look at this and I say it's very very difficult right now to be discerning. It's very, very difficult to find the best possible information on all of these things when so many different people have a platform. I think that what Clay Travis does is dangerous. I disagree with a lot of the way that Clay goes about his business. I understand that Clay is smarter than most people in our industry and can make both sides of the argument in a way that financially benefits Clay Travis and gets Clay Travis more clicks, more likes, more followers, all of these things. And I and I, you know, I don't feel great about that because I don't think Clay Travis should serve as a public COVID-19 correspondent. And we've had that disagreement. Uh, actually, I, like I said, I don't think I've had that that talk with Hutton and, and Chad before. I know Kaharski and I have talked about it previously. Why is Clay dangerous? There are a ways to view the information. Yes, and that's important. Greg, but he downplayed a global pandemic in a way that I felt was negligent. I think that Clay has an understanding of the numbers in a way where most of us don't. don't. And I'm not saying that Clay doesn't, that Clay, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. I think that Clay downplayed this thing in a way that's ultimately going to harm us in the long term just from the purposes of like trying to get football back. Like telling people in the SEC that they don't need to wear the masks when that's the one thing that we found consistently helps curb the spread of COVID-19 is the masks. And like being very open about, you know, I don't need to wear a mask. My family doesn't need to wear a mask. We're out of restaurants, yada, yada, yada. I say that you did all of us a disservice by downplaying the significance of things like that in the effort to get sports back. I think that ultimately sandbagged 
a lot of the progress that could have been made. I think if Clay Travis had gotten out there and sent, you know, given the facts as they were and not been so so defiant about the situation. And uh, you know, we're not listening to Paul or Clay about medical information. I don't you shouldn't listen to me about medical information. I'm not a doctor, okay? I'm consuming this stuff the same way you guys are. Just because I have a microphone in front of my face, it means I know more about the Titans than you do, does not mean that I know more about COVID-19 than you do. And I think that's important for us to remember. Uh, a lot of us who have platforms and continue to speak out and speak publicly about the effect that COVID-19 has when many of us really aren't qualified to be able to discuss it intelligently. But these are conversations for another day. And we have reached the end of another show. we got one more show left to do. Then we're going to put a bow on this A to Z Sports primetime week. You guys have been great. Thank you for your support, as always. Make sure that you check out the 615 Sessions podcast tomorrow in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. Joe Dubin, Chad Withrow, high school football returning to Tennessee in everywhere but Davidson County is the topic of conversation for tomorrow's pod. You can also find great interviews with our friends Jonathan Hutton, Steve Lehman, Will Compton, Brett Kern, so many great guests have been on the 615 Sessions podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. Also, support the people that support this show. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast. Get Beast.com promo code AZ50. Save yourself 50% off. And the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac My voice is failing me, which means it's almost the end of the week, but we got a little bit more to do. So pissed, be careful, Joe. Very upset. Yeah, Joe was great on the pod. Look forward to that tomorrow. In the meantime, love you guys. Stay safe, stay clean, and as always, fam, peace and love.